Good afternoon. You're listening to the Mother's Justice Show at 1150 AM KKNW. I'm your host, Reverend Walden. It's my joy to be on there. This is my time of year. You know, I like I act like a kid. Not that I'm gonna get anything. Mr. I might go give me a I might mm-hmm. give me a lump of coal. You know, I don't know how <laughs> but uh, I get to be a kid. All right, Mr. I, how are you doing today? <laughs> I'm doing fine, but I'm here, you know, I think too much of you to not to give you a gift now. <laughs> I'll stand and work for years, so you know. <laughs> so I'm not going to get a lump of coal from you. <laughs> no, 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 whatever you no, get from me will be will be precious. It's something you can use. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, you know, trying to be good when you're a kid, all that stuff, you know. Where some people, with some, 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 you know, Pan Africans and other people, all kind of had a kind of, you know, kind of like was against Christmas in some ways, and I can understand that. But I think mm-hmm. all children should have something to dream about, to hope about. You know that? I mean, really, if you want that little old train coming and, and you think you're going to get that little train and you get that little train and all that stuff, I mean, it's a, it's a wonderful thing to have to have children to grow up with some kind of hope and happiness. And sometimes that's not always true for our children. And so uh, anyway, I mean, you know, I just love this time, this time of year. So come on, tell us what's up. I know you got yeah, something well, working on. I just want to <laughs> say as Christians, we know the reason for the season. Well, yeah, we do yeah. know the reason for the yeah. season, yeah. I, I, but but that also brings gifts and joy for people. Yeah, I mean, you right. know, this uh, this 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 word that came to the planet, I I, I with I, with the birth of Christ, I, I, you know, every 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 epoch, you know, a great master comes to the world, and it's been good. I mean, and and we're still trying to spread that that message of good cheer, love, and hope for all people. We need we need to we need to drop a ton of that on Washington D.C. Well, our Congress is in session. <laughs> well, all over the world. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah. We're here, we've been working on uh, uh, the Seattle uh, Martin Luther King Organizing Coalition have been busy uh, preparing for the annual holiday, the 41st annual Martin Luther King Day event that's been held in Seattle. Wow, forty forty one years. You know that's yeah. a that's that, that's a real accomplishment, isn't it? You know, because it, it, it is. got started before it was a holiday. Is that right? Oh, absolutely. Well, I, what happened mm-hmm. is that uh, we actually got started in nineteen eighty. I was working on a talk show on KYAC radio, and the late Freddie Mae Gaucher brought Reverend oh, Jackson yes. in uh, for an interview, and uh, he was telling people that uh, on January fifteenth, nineteen eighty one, the Stevie Wonder was going to be having an event in Washington, D.C. to compel Congress to make Dr. King's birthday a national holiday. And Reverend Jackson said, well, since uh, you guys are so far away and other cities are like having something named for Dr. King, it might be a good idea for you guys to do something out here. So talk to a number of people, uh, Lacey Steele, Clarence Williams, or Black firefighters, a lot of the clergy. And we all agreed that, you know, a street name, and we named... Uh, uh, Empire Way wanted to change that name because it began in the Black community uh, at, right. Empire, at Empire and Madison. And there was a lot of resistance, uh, even from Mayor Charles Royer and other city officials, uh, because they were trying to satisfy merchants on the other side of the street, when it's at inter- streets intersection with Rainier, on the right. other side, south side of that street. Right. Uh, several merchants were upset about it. As a matter of fact, uh, at the Empire Way Tavern, a drunk lady came out and attacked Bob Barnes while we mm. were doing speaking. Uh, but to make a long story short, uh, in, uh, uh, so the city, because of the lawsuits, the city refused to put the signs up. In the very first March on uh, January 15th, 1980, 1981, uh, we had a uh, march, I mean, 1983, we had a march from uh, uh, Empire Way in Madison, Martin King Jr. in Madison, all the way to the end of the street to South Ryan. And uh, 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 in 1983, November 2nd, uh, Ronald Reagan, President Reagan, designated the third Monday in 1986 to be the first official Martin Luther King Jr. holiday. Oh, okay. And then uh, on November 30th, the Washington State Supreme Court ruled that the city of Seattle had had, uh, the authority to uh, change the name of the street. Uh, we found out that some of the resistance, even the mayor Roy was saying, well, you know, it's a hardship on the businesses on the other side of the of the street. But, you know, uh, it's about letterhead and stuff like that. And when the uh, city staff and transportation did an analysis, they said it would cost the city $65,000 and the post office would deliver the mail uh, uh, continuously 
until they change their address. Uh, so uh, we got that done. And then, uh, 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 so now we're 41 years later, the streets James been changed. And another thing I want to credit the late Sam Smith and the late George Benson, who are two city council members. Council member Benson was chair of the uh, transportation committee and his staffer, Bob, uh, uh, what his name's, anyway, Bob Morgan said, Eddie, the reason why they're resisting this is because Empire Way is State Highway 900, which means yes. they put MLK signs up on the freeway. And that was more resistance to that than anything else. But on one of the marches we had, uh, the first march, a young lady was working for this Exxon station, was one of the leaders of the anti-MLK street naming uh, uh, event. Uh, she took off cover rolls off and joined the march. And at that particular time, uh, African-Americans were the majority of the, the merchants for some of those businesses out there. Right. So it, we got that done. And then at the same time, uh, after the, uh, after the, they ruled uh, the King County, uh, Ron Sims and uh, uh, Bruce Olson, Democrat and Republican, uh, they proclaimed, I uh, had a proclamation, it was five to four, to change the name of the county to Martin Luther King Jr. County. Well, that was in 86. So 13 years later, the Martin Luther King meeting, uh, rally, I said, uh, Larry Gossett has been 13 years since we had a proper, it was proclaimed this is Martin Luther King Jr. County. We need to make it official. And so uh, Larry did the research. It turns out the state legislature was the only body that could change the name of a, of a street, of a county. And so uh, Adam Klein, the 37th district, introduced legislation six times before it passed. <laughs> at that time, uh, Governor uh, Christine Gregoire came up to Martin Luther King Jr. County Courthouse and signed the legislation. Okay. It took us 13 more months to get the logo because we had people who were, oh, no, well, we have a picture of, of the courthouse's official. I said, the courthouse does not look like Martin Luther King Jr. So anyway... <laughs> Uh, when they, uh, after all that time, Vivian Phillips, uh, uh, oh, yeah. a lot of other folks were involved in this whole process. Uh, so eventually uh, that, that you know, we were able to pull that off as well. So that's why the official logo for Martin Luther King Jr. County is an image of Dr. King. So, right. so and continuing that, uh, about five years ago, Hayward Evans and I discussed, why don't we give people something more than just good feelings when they come to the to the uh, rally and march and and they go home and some people need some need some help. So we <clears throat> the idea of having an opportunity fair and we had a meeting this morning. We had to have another strategy meeting at six o'clock this evening uh, to have, uh, uh, there's gonna be 50 to 60 employers. There will be a resume enhancing room and we have people working from various organizations, work source, all kinds of different organizations. And, uh, Hayward has come up with an idea about uh, having some kind of prizes and stuff and gifts to give people to entice them to actually come. But uh, we know that a couple of years ago, several people were hired right on the spot. And a lot of people got interviews. We're going to do a better job of finding out exactly who got what and uh, to find out, make sure these folks are coming through. But the employers are welcoming us. They're hiring people everywhere. And yes. this is a good chance for people who might have one job that might want to step up to something to pay a little bit more money, we, right. would encourage them to, we would encourage them to come at least check it out to see what the possibilities are. And if your resume is not together, hey, there will be people from the Urban League as well as uh, some other folks from the committee who will be manning the resume room, uh, enhancing the resumes. Oh, wow. A photographer there doing a headshot for ID purposes. So yes. uh, that's just part of it. Now, in terms of... Uh, of, uh, it will all be at Garfield High School. Uh, the workshops, I think, start at 9 o'clock. Uh, the rally will start at 11, 11.30, and I'll get this precise pretty soon. The flyers are being made right now. We'll have those available to everybody very shortly, both for the Opportunity Fair and for the overall, because the Opportunity Fair is under the umbrella of the Seattle Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, organizing coalition. So, What's so the theme this things. year? What is the theme this year? The theme this year is... MLK's Dream Unfinished. Mm. And you might recall uh, when we had the, the 60th anniversary, uh, Reverend Dr. Linda Smith, Martin Luther King Memorial Baptist Church, and uh, Reverend Steve Baber and others came up with the theme for that as uh, uh, 
uh, Dr. King's dream, he says, it said, uh, continuation, not commemoration. Oh, yeah. So because yeah. of that, Hayward has formed, filed some papers, so our name will be the Martin Luther King, uh, uh, Martin Luther King Jr. Com commemoration slash continuation committee. Because we can't just commemorate, we have to continue. And that's right. That he had done because a lot of that's undone. And uh, <laughs> our rights are under attack right now by various elements uh, of American society, our voting rights. Uh, we have still have issues with redistricting, trying right. to eliminate black seats. And, uh, you know, it's just really sad to have African Americans, African descendants of the United States enslaved. You know, it's like they say, well, you want preferential treatment. Well, what's preferential about giving you 200, our people giving you 254 years of slave labor, <laughs> 160 years of Jim Crow, and now right. you're closing the doors of colleges, you're trying to cut off the contracts. And as far as I'm concerned, uh, African-Americans, it's not preferential treatment, it's something we've earned. We've I died so. every war defending this country. And I'm just saying, it's something that no other group has done. They have made have been here. And then it's like uh, the only other group I think that had to fight, fight in segregated units were the Japanese Americans who fought in World War II. But to think that these black men at that time went abroad to fight on behalf of the country, come back to uh, segregation, degradation, and humiliation after they have served the country. And you know, the Tuskegee Airmen never would have took off had not been for Eleanor Roosevelt. Oh, no, Eleanor, my, my stepmother. You know, so, so we've so always that, had yeah. like some John Browns in our life, you know. And well, that's, that, that's that's yeah. But to have, uh, to have uh, Steve Alford and, I mean, Steve uh, 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 Stevens, uh, Stephen Miller and Ed Bloom trying to uh, target Black folks for getting in colleges or any other kind of benefits and you know it's not preferential for African for African descent. It's uh, it's a, it's something we've earned. Well, yeah, getting, everything we got, we everything we got years here, ago. Yeah. No other everything group of people of color, except for the native right. indigenous people, that's have right. really having a legitimate complaint about spreading the pie up with everybody. There should be a set aside for college admissions and contracts specifically <laughs> for the African. Uh, I, 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 you, you, you want a you want a real revolution, okay? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But I'm I just mean, saying we've that, earned that. that. that was no one is not giving us anything. We've that earned that. And a lot of people who we fought to free to come over here have turned against, specifically African Americans. And so, well, but that's what the plan all the time has been. I, I was thinking about you the day before I, I before I called you, and I, a Reverend Hall can jump on that. She's in there now, but she's going to be on for. Uh, for, for when 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 the segment ends, but um, I was thinking about you today because I was thinking about the whole setup in America is for us to never get ahead because they never dreamt in their wildest dream that we will still be here and we'll still be functioning. And so every at every option at every um, at every um, you know it, this is the end of the second reconstruction and that's what we need to look at. The second the first reconstruction lasted ten years. This one has lasted yeah. a little and, while longer. So, and then you look at well, uh, uh, what Martin Luther King Jr. The civil rights workers were able to get uh, after the march on Washington in '63 for yeah. freedom and jobs, able to get the uh, the uh, Civil Rights Act of '64 passed, the Voting Rights Act of '65 passed, and Lyndon Johnson gave us. We had probably ten years of the Great Society programs where there was a well, yeah, that's to right, uplift that's right. uh, African Americans right. and give us opportunities. And before right. you know it, it's divided up with everybody else. And I'm saying well, but I have that's, but everybody that's the else. Goal, though. That, but that is I'm the saying goal. Yeah. there needs to be a specific set yeah. aside in contracts and jobs and opportunities well, for education, other than just the football players and the basketball players. These well, you said the black. You I, were going to be talking I, with the black, uh, the black congressional, uh, the black congressional uh, uh, caucus back there to get something going on that. But we're going to have to put a put a comma there. So I uh, think we do. Uh, Reverend Hall, you want to say hello to uh, to Reverend, to Doctor uh, to uh, uh, Mr. Wright before he leaves. You can unmute yourself. Okay. Yeah. Hi. You want to say hello to Mr. Wright? Mr. Wright. Hello there. It's hello always there, good to Mr. see. Mr. Wright, how you doing? <laughs> Fine. It's always good to see the finest of reverence. <laughs> and you know what? I, I just love to hear you say that. <laughs> well, I speak the truth. <laughs> All right. All right, Mr. Yeah. Ryan. Thank you for coming on. I'm glad you could say hello to, uh, to Reverend Dr. Laverne Hall, too. But we talk about Advent and what this season is about, you know, and we know we okay, know what the man. price look like. 
You know what I mean? I wish we, I mean, we know what we know what the Christ looked like. You know, hey, nobody want to tell the truth on that one. That's a whole nother conversation. We well, know. I'm, I've kind of I've kind of rewritten Advent to suit me and my needs. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, sounds well good. they said they said that uh, when Herod was killing all the babies under two years old, and then Joseph and Mary took Jesus to Egypt. And you can't hide out where you stand out. So that's right. That's right. right. That's right. All right. <laughs> thank you. That was always the king say, how can you hide where you get? That's right. Because that would have stuck out like a sore thumb, man. It's like, <laughs> like a, that's right. So, so all we got to do is put the pieces together ourselves. And we know, we know what the, what we know what this is all about. And not, you know, and, well, and so uh, give uh, us a little. <laughs> Eddie uttered the operative word. And that operative word is truth. Okay. Yes. Yes. It's true. <laughs> And we All got right. it right here. Every All right. Well, you have a good one now. Thank you All very right, much, Mary. Thank, 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 okay. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We're going to take a break here in a few minutes. Right. You listen to the Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM KKNW. We'll be right back. <laughs> the King County Sheriff's Office is proud to support the Mother's Justice Show. We're an equal opportunity employer that recruits, hires, and trains qualified and diverse police officers to practice constitutional policing throughout King County. With a starting salary of $62,000 a year, scheduled pay increases along the way, generous health, dental, and vision insurance, and a take-home car upon successful completion of field training. This can be an attractive and rewarding career. So join us and be a person that serves their community and helps to bring about positive change. For more information on becoming a member of King County Sheriff's Office, go to our website, kingcounty.gov slash D-E-P-T-S slash sheriff. That's kingcounty.gov slash departments slash sheriff. Or get more information by calling 206-263-KCSO. That's 206-263-KCSO. The Mother's Justice Show is brought to you by H.G. Walden and the Virtues Healing Circles. Join us for Wisdom and Wellness with Reverend Walden, a monthly virtual and in-person healing circle that focuses on community healing and growth. Learn more at VirtuesHealing.com. That's VirtuesHealing.com. Also, be sure to join our healing group on Facebook. Again, visit us at VirtuesHealing.com today. Multicultural, multidimensional even. Alternative Talk 1150. <laughs> Good afternoon. You're listening to the Mother's Justice Show at 1150 AM KKNW. I'm your host, Reverend Walden. Thank you. You know, it's my joy to be on there. I want to bring my guest on here. I have the Reverend Dr. Laverne Hall that I've been knowing such a long, long time. And we were both enjoying Luther's voice. You know that? I mean, Absolutely. One thing, one thing about all of these recordings, I mean, you know, they might be on the other side of the veil, but they've given us just as much joy. Uh, uh, as it was when they were in the body. And so just to listen to that voice and the Luther's voice. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's my favorite time of year. I'm just like I told Mr. Ride, I just get to be a kid again. I just love it. I mean, I'm not looking for nothing great. I mean, I'm just, I just like to see the children. I mean, uh, you know, they, you know, you know what, what excites me about this time of year is the, um, the, the magical belief of the child. And that's what scriptures mm-hmm. say we're supposed to have, you know, but these children, and my son Chikundi has been playing the Santa Claus. He's been Santa Claus now for a few years. And uh, last year, uh, a white couple came, and the little girl just fell in Chikundi's arm. I said, I said, you know what it is? I said, it's the suit they like. I said, so you realize it's the suit that they like. It's not the color. And that's why, that's why you know, when you get to know a police officer for real, like Cookie, right. we, we see yeah. Cookie. We don't see the suit. We don't I mean, see the know, blue. Right. And, then, and then we see the firemen, you know, firemen, when I grew up a fireman, they didn't wave the black kids at all. But uh, but here they wave to you, and then you had the black firefighters. And, mm-hmm. So you like to see them in the, uh, in the in, you know, in, in the fireman clothes. But right. it's something about, about that Santa Claus suit that's just universal for the children. Now the parents Absolutely. might have on, but the parents yeah. was there. And, and to see that them, they're so happy, they're going <laughs> to give their list to a stranger. I mean, this is what's so what's fascinating me is the older I get, they give that list to a stranger. They have so much belief that that stranger, somebody is coming. Now, by the time they 10, 12, 13, 10, 9, 10, you, you know, it ain't the same no more. But I tell you, to see that it's a childlike wonder, you know, 
it's magical. Yeah. It's it and is. it's good. It's good. It yeah, it, it just good. makes it your is. heart smile, it right? <laughs> and uh, you know, former representative Don Mason and Esther Mumford, they got new babies now. I mean, Esther Mumford has a grand uh, a child that was born after Donald, after her husband passed away. Oh, uh, born the baby girl was born in uh, and born in October. Her name, uh -huh. is, her name is Esther May, I believe. Okay. <laughs> and Don Mason got a little girl. I mean, uh, born in October. I think her name is Zoe. And so, I mean, you know, I, and Don, you know, she's just so happy. I see yeah, one thing about I know them babies. she is. Yeah. I said one thing about them babies around Christmas time. Oh, my goodness. A joy just, you just jumps for joy, especially that you can see them now. It's not like right. you had COVID and stuff. And I'm really glad for Esther because this is her first grandchild. That's you know, wonderful. And, uh, and then when I talked to her the other day, she said that Donald comes, uh, they come once or twice a week and spend the night with the baby. Oh, wonderful. Isn't that love? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Especially with Don passing this year, you know? Right. You know what I mean? Yes. So, so, so Spirit always have a way to heal our hearts. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It's always a way for us to get our hearts healed, mm -hmm. no matter what we're going through, like, like the Holy Spirit or something. Just send some comforter, you know? And then those two babies that I know about, you know, it's a billion babies being born in the world already. But I, don't, I, I don't have, I don't have no, I don't not, hey, I'm not in their lives, but, uh, but you know, so this is Advent, this anticipation, this joy. So, uh, so you're here to talk about uh, Advent and, um, and um, of course our girl, you know who our girl is, not Soldier of the Truth, ain't That's I it. Woman? That's <laughs> it, that's it, that's it, yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, so yeah. um, anyway, You've been around Seattle a long time. I met you many, many years ago, and I've been involved with a lot of your projects because I have such a respect for you. And uh, you know, one of the things I do in my life, I, I, you know, I go and be of support for people that I respect. I mean, I, uh, and you have been, you have been um, I reciprocity. A lot of people, it's not, a lot of times it's not reciprocity, but that's how life is. But you've always been there, you know, you and Dr. Mim. Dr. Mim, tell, sign my name, my name, I credential anything you're doing. And you said the same thing. I said the same <laughs> thing. I didn't know, I didn't know she'd said it as well, but you know, that's Yeah, yeah, true. yeah. That's yeah. what Dr. Mim said. You go, I'll credential anything you're doing, because I know, I know it's always high integrity. Just and sign me up. <laughs> yeah, that's what she said, and that's what you say too. So uh, I'm grateful for that, you know, I, I'm grateful that, that, I'm, that I have that kind of trust and people trust me that way. So mm -hmm. I'm, I'm grateful. So uh Anyway, I'll let you just go ahead and decide. give us some information about you and uh, what you've done. I know you got these dolls back there. You just uh, you've had many decades and many, many different lives uh, uh, in all these decades. <laughs> well, you know, it's uh, uh, I learned a long time ago that uh, ministry is your lifestyle, and your lifestyle is your prayer. And yeah. so it's 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 all it's all wrapped up together. Uh, there's no separation. And um, one thing that I do believe is that, um, and I just put my own spin on theology. So, so <laughs> well, you and I do that. Is, right? that. Yes. is that, and 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 I guess I am um, uh, what I, I would call a naive believer. I believe uh, what I want to believe, and you might say that I'm a Jeffersonian, Thomas Jeffersonian, because Thomas Jefferson has his own Bible, had his own Bible, <laughs> the Thomas Jefferson Bible, and he just tore out what he wanted from the scriptures and put them all together, and that was his Bible, Thomas Jefferson. So I've basically done the same thing. <laughs> I have a, a Laverne's Bible, and uh, right now, uh, I am at chapter, uh, 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 book 85, uh, chapter uh, 12. And pretty soon, in just a few weeks, I'll be at book 86, okay, uh, chapter I know what that's about. 1. Okay? I know what that's about. Yes, you know I, what that's about. <laughs> I, I, know, I, I know what that's about. Yes, no, yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, yeah. And, and according to Laverne's theology, it's like, uh, it's all good. It's all good. Amen. It's all good. Amen. And I take that all the way back to Genesis. That's right. God did in seven, seven days. That's right. Step one, step two, step That's three, right. with day one, day two, day three. And after each step or each day, 
he looked at what had been what he had created, good, bad, and different, and said, that's good. That's right. And that's we were made good. in that image. Okay. That's, that's, right. <laughs> that's, that's good. good. Well, you and so I are on the same page. Whatever, that yeah, whatever it is I have done in a day's time, just before evening, God said, that's good. good. And then evening comes, and I'm able to uh, rest and evaluate along with God to know how it is I am to proceed with the gift of a brand new day. <laughs> that's right. Oh, so that's wonderful. That's, yes. um, that's Laverne's uh, theology. And um, as it relates to Advent, uh, uh, I've kind of put my own personal spin on that as well. Mm -hmm. uh, traditionally, Christian tradition is that Advent is the four Sundays prior to Christmas Day. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, four Sundays prior to Christmas Day. And Christmas Day is, is you know, the birth of Jesus. Mm -hmm. But I've, uh, what I am doing now, uh, Reverend, is taking those four Sundays, uh, which are symbolized by uh, hope, peace, joy, and what's the other one? Hope, peace, joy, and um, and love. Mm -hmm. And that fifth candle is the birth of, of Jesus. But for what I do now for uh, me and, and my family, I just segue those five candles in that Advent season right on into a uh, Kwanzaa. Uh, right. And, and rather, uh, rather than five candles, I now have 12 candles because I do uh, uh, seven candles uh, myself for Kwanzaa. And I've got a uh, 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 symbol for each one of those seven days. Okay. That okay. uh, let's see, we've got um, uh, integrity, uh, independence, interdependence, uh, um, inheritance, inspiration, influence, and back again uh, to inheritance. And so I just kind of take the whole thing uh, through uh, to uh, 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 you know through the generations to say that Advent is really like. Uh, an adventure, and it's not just preparing for Christmas Day when Jesus is born, but for believers, it is preparing yourself for the adventure of the lifetime, which is the coming of uh, uh, the, the just a minute. Here's something that's going on here, and I'm trying to fix it. Okie doke. Yeah, I'm fixing it right now. Yeah. All right. <laughs> okay. Yes. No. Which is the second coming of Christ. So that just goes right back to the lifestyle that you're living that is preparing you for the second coming of Christ, which is the adventure of a lifetime, mm -hmm. which is meant to be full of, of the peace, the joy, the hope, the love, uh, and just being uh uh just that that one line that line of truth that leads me right to our distinguished ancestor sojourner truth and all of the others who have come uh before us along with sojourner truth and um that is kind of how my uh my uh, uh annual calendar is shaped uh, right uh, from uh advent to Kwanzaa, uh, to just the lifestyle and the ministry that is 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 actually lifestyle and prayer. Well, see, I grew up in the in the uh, AMA church, and Advent was not part of anything we did. We did mm -hmm. uh, we did watch night, you know, waiting for Lincoln to sign the paper, and people went to. But we had a Christmas program, but Advent uh, was not anything part of the AME system at that time. They might have added it by now. So, I mean, I got involved with knowing about Advent when at a short time that uh, my former husband and I, the late Mr. Salisbury, that we were uh, Catholic. 
And um, mm -hmm. he, he maintained, I mean, he went on to become a bishop in the, in the Coptic, American Coptic Church before he passed away. But that, and, and uh, the, the, most, the most pronounced thing to me about Advent is that my kids, somebody crying because somebody, somebody ate that, their candy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, somebody always crying because the next day belonged to somebody and don't know that they ate the candy. And, um, <laughs> and uh, somebody would be crying because somebody the I name don't know candy. no don't know ate the candy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, you know, uh, I grew up uh, Baptist, and uh, I never knew anything about Advent because we mm -hmm. didn't celebrate it uh, mm -hmm. when I was growing up in the Baptist church. No, and didn't really start celebrating Advent until uh, recently. Right. Uh, probably maybe 20, uh, 20 years or so ago right. was mm -hmm. when we actually started celebrating Advent. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. And so um, uh, my experience now uh, has shaped how it is I celebrate Advent. Right. And it's, it's just a continuous line of truth from the day that I was born preparing me for the second coming uh, of Christ. And so it's all one. Um, mm -hmm. And, and right. um, uh, of course, you know, we do celebrate Christmas. And right. that's, that really seems like how most people celebrate Advent. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the end of November and that four weeks uh, until Christmas. And so it's a time to uh, buy your gifts and wrap your gifts, uh, uh, <laughs> go into debt um, yeah. people that you don't like, people that you don't know, to make sure that uh, they're going to have something from you and, and you're going to be paying for it for the rest of the year yeah, and yeah. the year coming and the year coming, you know. But, you know, you know, you know. I, I, that's, I a, that's a traditional commercial <laughs> advent. Yeah, you know, but when I, you know, when I was growing up, of course, I had a Christmas, Easter, and birthday dad. So I was raised by my grandparents. So the special delivery would always come on Christmas Eve. Uh, you know, in those days, that special delivery, like they got FedEx. Mm -hmm. You can get mail to come to your house, and because uh, we had a post office box, and I always got something that way, and uh, you know, and then it was always something for me because I was the only person there, I was the only child, so it wasn't anything that way. So I always had nice Christmases, and I don't have not one memory of not having a good Christmas. And and my, you know, my 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 pronounced one is that that well, every year I got to have a little bit, a little, a little, a, little, a, a small can of past blue ribbons beer. I mean, I just, that was so I could go to sleep. <laughs> So Santa could come, <laughs> you know, and then, I mean, I put a piece of cake on the mantle, didn't know that my aunt was going to eat it, but right. <laughs> well, we all I would have there's... sparklers, I would be outside with sparklers, you know, outside uh -huh. my house with sparklers on the front porch or either on, uh, on the steps with sparklers, because in Florida, it wasn't really that cold, cold, but it was be, right. you know, I mean, right, right, because Florida didn't get that cold, every now and then you get a real cold, but if you lived in a subspace, substandard house you were cold but we had a fireplace and a wood stove so yeah oh mm -hmm. you were you were rich <laughs> <laughs> with a fireplace and a wood stove yeah i, I cooked at a wood stove but uh, most of for a long time i mean so hey you know my grandma used to make good cakes in the wood stove too it's like my goodness you know i mean and that you know and i mean she used to cook a turkey in a paper bag in a wood stove right yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we, we no had a then, you know wasn't no fall in those days and it was you know no. nobody buying it Nobody buying before. <laughs> well, we had a, a a coal burning stove, so we burnt coal. Okay. Uh, yeah, and uh, we, at growing up as kids, we did not get toys for Christmas. I so I we didn't know what toys were. Okay. So, no, we didn't. What uh, my parents gave their three children, and then four the four four children, we had uh, we got books. Mm -hmm. We got crayons and, and paper products, things to keep our minds busy. Oh, and, well, no wonder you good that made <laughs> <laughs> So, no, we didn't know what toy, and probably because they couldn't afford toys, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah, I couldn't afford them either. I told my kids, I told, you know, I used to tell my kids, this is really, uh, you know, I mean, I, you, know, you know, mothers do a lot to keep their sanity, you know, and I used to tell my kids, I said, look, only only crazy people buy this time of year, you know, I say, because look at January, 
it's going to be cheaper anyway. I said, so, so, you know, let's wrap up, you know, let's wrap up something old, you know, and do a re, sometimes we did a re recycle. I did mm -hmm. in January when I went back to school and got my financial aid and they got their little list going to right. Toys R Us because everybody else's toys are tore up. I'm right. telling you, okay, this stuff is tore up. They got for Christmas. If you can, your toys, you're going to only be the new person. You're going to be the only person with some new toys because mm -hmm. because the stuff don't last but 30 days. It doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> And you know, uh, uh, relative to dolls, you see all the dolls that I have around me. Yes. But, uh, we didn't even get dolls for Christmas. I didn't ever have a doll no. either. I didn't get a doll until I think to, when I went to the fair, the state fair, and you, and we, I wanted somebody won a doll and gave it to me, and mm -hmm. it wasn't black. Okay, now, now, don't right. get that, oh, don't get no, that twisted. No. Well, uh -uh. I know black dolls out there, and if so, right. you know, if so, the black dolls they always make the white dolls look better than the black dolls, and I know why that 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 the, the doll thing that they did uh, with Thurgood Marshall. I know why the black kid I uh, looked for the took the white doll because the white doll was looking a little bit better, and the black That's doll right. was <laughs> so it wasn't that she didn't like herself it's like the doll was all beat up and yucky and the other doll looked i had on better clothes better clothes and look had blue eyes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so and you know what you know what else uh uh dr laverne uh, you know what else i didn't see i never saw a black angel in my life till i was grown you know what i mean because you get the, the funeral home giving the fans with the white jesus on it right yeah, yeah. <laughs> well i never saw a black angel until i started producing black doll shows okay I always did the 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 largest doll show uh that was produced uh, in the country uh i did every november uh in wilberforce and uh that's when i saw black dolls that were made by black doll uh, artist, but I never saw a black angel. No, I didn't either. Oh. And I had a friend, huh? she's in spirit now. She made me a ceramic black angel. I mean, and I was like, I was full of tears. I'm saying, wow, you know what? I mean, because this brainwashing is real. I mean, you know, and that's why we schizophrenic. We got a white Jesus, and then you got the white police officer. Okay, so you right. know you got you got the white police officer with his foot on your neck sometimes, and then you pray mm -hmm. to the white Jesus, and it's like, oh my God! So, so I mean, that's right. why I'm always schizophrenic because because the deity does not match the um, does not match the treatment. You know, that's I mean, right. right. That's so, right. so, so that caused yeah. that caused the schizophrenic thinking. Well, you know, right. <laughs> <laughs> and but you got to get old enough to to dissect it. And to free yourself, okay. <laughs> but some of us never do get old enough to dissect it, <laughs> and we stay uh, in that rut. Yeah, we stay yeah. there. Yeah, we and, stay there. Uh, and uh, a lot of the preachers kept keep you there because they don't always they they don't free you. You know, I mean, sometimes you know they they're not freeing you either. I mean, you know, it's like hey, because all you got to do is go back there, and you can see that the people who were there. You know, I mean, so so sometimes you don't find your freedom there either, see. <laughs> well, listen, uh, uh, don't get me started on preachers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's take a break. Let's take a break. You listen to the Mother's Justice Show at 1150 AM. I'm your host, Mel Walden. We'll be right back. <laughs> the King County Sheriff's Office is proud to support the Mother's Justice Show. We're an equal opportunity employer that recruits, hires, and trains qualified and diverse police officers to practice constitutional policing throughout King County. With a starting salary of $62,000 a year, scheduled pay increases along the way, generous health, dental, and vision insurance, and a take-home car upon successful completion of field training. This can be an attractive and rewarding career. So join us and be a person that serves their community and helps to bring about positive change. For more information on becoming a member of King County Sheriff's Office, go to our website, kingcounty.gov slash D-E-P-T-S slash sheriff. That's kingcounty.gov slash departments slash sheriff. Or get more information by calling 206-263-KCSO. That's 206-263-KCSO. The Mother's Justice Show is brought to you by H.G. Walden and the Virtues Healing Circles. Join us for Wisdom and Wellness with Reverend Walden, a monthly virtual and in-person healing circle that focuses on community healing and growth. Learn more at virtueshealing.com. That's virtueshealing.com. 
Also, be sure to join our healing group on Facebook. Again, visit us at virtueshealing.com today. Need help getting started with self-help? You came to the right place. Alternative Talk, 1150. Good afternoon. You're listening to the Mother's Justice Show at 1150 AM KKNW. I'm your host, Reverend Walden. It's my joy to be on here. And I know you're just wondering, what are they having so much fun about? Well, we're having fun. <laughs> we're having fun about it because we just have to have some fun sometimes, you know. Life, we take, we, sometimes it's all this stuff coming at us and uh, I, and you know, and I, and I say we haven't had a break since we got captured. We haven't known peace in five weeks since we've been on North American shores. Okay, don't think you're gonna have any peace here. So, so anytime we can carve out a little place to have a little laughter, a little peace, at, we're gonna take advantage of that. So, uh, anyway, my guess is the Reverend Doctor Laverne Hall. We've been knowing each other for years, and that. She's an author of a few books and done, she, she's done many things. And I think we'll take this time talking about um, the next, uh, this last segment. We'll spend our time talking about our girl that we we, we love. We, 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 we love ourselves. I'm so darn the truth. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Ain't I a woman, you know, she turned, you know, I mean, you know, I've been, I've been loving her a long time. And I know you went back to school and you got your dissertation and, um, and bringing her back. And I'll let you talk about that. I mean, because you brought her back. I mean, she never went anywhere because she's saying I'm a woman. So we ain't I a woman. (laughs) She said um, one of her quotes, if one woman can turn the world upside down, just think about what all of us can do together. That's right. We can Mm -hmm. turn it right side up again. (laughs) And uh, one of my favorite distinguished ancestors is Winnie Mandela. Oh, yeah. I always Winnie. have to bring Winnie into any conversation. Okay. Oh, uh, relative to Sojourner that. Truth and women of today <clears throat> mm-hmm. is that Winnie was being interviewed on one of the cable channels. And, you know, Winnie was meticulous, beautiful, inside yes. and out. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So the interviewer said, well, how is it that after all that you have been through and you still can sit here and and you're beautiful, you're meticulous and and you just look marvelous and you sound great. What do you attribute that to? And you know, Winnie, Winnie looked at her eye to eye and Winnie said, I was designed for the struggles of my generation. Now, you know, that is, those are some heavy and deep words. Yes. She Mm. was designed Mm -hmm. for the struggles of her generation, as was Sojourner Truth. That's right. Sojourner Truth was designed. And so I believe my part of my theology, Reverend Doctor, is that we often say that so-and-so was born before their time or right. so-and-so died before their time. Right. But I believe that you are here at such a time right. as, this, what, as this for yes. this, this particular time I, I and this that. particular this, struggle. This struggle. Yes. And you only know, you can you do can what do. God has for you to do right. within the sphere of influence that he has given you. Right, right. Right. And, and, and within that sphere of influence, you go from uh, a spirit, because that's where you come from, right? and you make that full circle back to spirit, because that's where I believe you're going. Right. And I can say that uh, whoever it is, uh, I can call them a saint, because nobody knows, nobody knows what that conversation is with you and your God. When right. you take that last breath over the bridge of troubling water, nobody knows right. what that is privy to that conversation. Right, that's right. And so that's God, right. God that's may right. have made you a saint during that. Con- that's what right. I have to assume. Right. So right. I call so them saints, and well, they you know what? are distinguished. Right. You know. Right. Right. And the one thing you know, I, I'm stuck in Genesis two. I mean, mainly Genesis one that says everything God created was good, and we were created in the image of God. And uh, and so that means that the spirit in us always is pure. I mean, and so the rest of the Bible is being redeemed because people they couldn't believe that it was all good, so they had to go out and become you know they had to go be the the, the prodigal son you know I mean they had to go right. do this 
they had to go do that, okay, because they couldn't believe it. How could it all be good? And so the rest of it, people just, they're just being redeemed. You know, mm -hmm. I, call, I call the rest of the book the book it's of redemption. It's like, uh, <laughs> mama told me, mama told me not to do that. And that's uh, right. Mama told me to do that's such right. and such that's and right. such, that's right. but I didn't right. do it because I that's wanted right. to try it out for myself. That's right. See, that's you right. should have listened to your mama. <laughs> that's exactly right. Because you see, it's already good. It's already perfect. Because the vast, you know, that's the it. Universe, it is good. It is good. Good. Right. It is good. And our, and our job uh, while we're here, for, for me, for my my beliefs, is that I'm supposed to look at this stuff right here and say, in the midst of this, God is. God God is. In the midst of this, God is. And the more we can see that, all this other stuff will disappear. That's it. If we could keep our eyes on the prize in the midst mm -hmm. of this stuff. And mm -hmm. it's tough. It is tough. You know what I call it? Uh, uh, John Lewis called it good trouble. Mm -hmm. I call them, I call it that's everything that we do. It mm -mm. stocking stuffers, <laughs> <laughs> stocking stuffers, cause uh, or not uh, if not a stocking stuffer, a giant test tube that is full of every conceivable thing that you can think of, good, bad, or indifferent, and is ready, set to explode at any minute in time. But because you believe, I believe it is good. Good, that's right. Okay. It transforms. It transforms. Transformation happens. <laughs> transformation happens. See, you that's know, right. I mean, really, really and truly. And you know, the one thing that the scripture, I'm not a Bible something, you know that. You know, I'm, I'm a spiritual, you know, I'm a teacher, I'm not a preacher. I, but yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but you know what? It says if you sit still, I'll, I'll make your enemy your footstool. That's it. I believe that. That's I believe it. that. I, I believe so that, that because uh, patience, patient prayer, mm -hmm. patient conversation with God, right, and paced progress. God will pace your progress if you just believe, because you well, know <laughs> that on the other side of that line, at the end of the tunnel, you know it is not a train coming to meet you. But it is, it is the lamp unto your feet that God has provided that is going to uh, uh, show you every step of the way. So, girl, go ahead and meet that light that's at the end of the tunnel because it's good. It's it all good. good. It's all good. <laughs> you, know, you know what I like to demonstrate? I like to demonstrate how good it is because I say God always has an angel for me every day. I mean, everywhere every I go, day. there's an angel. I mean, everywhere I go, there's an angel for me. And I believe that. Mm -hmm. I believe that, you know, and some people are angels and they don't even know they're supposed to be my angel because I'm short. And in the grocery store, they got the stuff I want way up high. And I call people and say, uh, come here, you know, no matter what color they are. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you talk, come here, you know, and sometimes they have a wife with them or not. But I said, come on over here, you know what I mean? And what I told you, I said, I can't reach that up there. Reverend, you, oh. do, the same. you do the same <laughs> thing that I do. Reverend McKinney used to tell me all the time. Uh, wait, I don't know if you're sitting down or standing up. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I'm five feet, two inches and a half and have grown since I was in the ninth grade. I got tall grandkids and all my grandkids got short grandmothers. You know how that works. So, yeah. I, 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 and so, you know, it's like when you believe that, when you believe that God always has an angel for you, mm. somebody good. And, and I mean, really, and either I'm either going to be the blessing or somebody going to be the blessing for me? I mean, really and truly, see. This is what I say. Is God is closer to you than <laughs> Superman is to Clark Kent? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's just breath away. I mean, you know, we, that, 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 that energy is breathing us now. I mean, you know, we don't, you know, I did the, that, that, because it's never, it's never been separated. The church, wanted, the church wants you to think that they're separated, but how can God separate itself from its own creation? That's so it's exactly. never been separated. So that's for us. It's right in here with me everywhere I go. That's right. I and mean, that's why I you can't even it. say that's it's my shadow because it's in here. Oh, that's right. That's right. And that yeah, light yeah. just shines. See, <laughs> that light shines. That light shines. Really and truly, it does. And um, and so you know, the greatest gift for me around this time 
is a seed. You know, Adam Smith, father of, cap of uh, capitalism, said that right. from November to, to to January, there's an invisible. He said there's an invisible hand in capital uh, capitalism that uh, that compels them to do good, and that's true. It starts it starts before Thanksgiving and ends sometime in January. Right. Now, just think if that could go the whole year, how good the world would be. But See, then I that mean, wouldn't be capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but, but but see, there's something magical about this time of year. I mean, even yeah. even, even the old, the, the even the so-called Grinch, uh, uh, the people who the people don't like Christmas is because sometimes they never had a good one, or somebody died on Christmas Day. I mean, it's a whole lot right. of reasons. Yeah. But, but that, but but it's still it, it's still the joy of of this time of year, and uh, and that's what really uh, uh that's what really really uh, inspires me. Uh, and also, you're gonna get the the one of solstice, and it's the beginning of the light. And That's you know, it. before, before, before all this got, uh, you know, uh, before it got all co-opted by the Catholic Church, it was, it was a, uh, you know, it was a pagan holiday on some level because right. it was about the light returning. See, That's because it. it was the return of the light. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> you know? uh -huh. And then you know, and it does start happening right away. Those little seconds, 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 and by the time uh, March comes, the light is here again. That's it. And That's man can't do nothing about it. I don't care how much they want to. Now, man it. can't do nothing about it. This uh -uh. is something they cannot stop. <laughs> we, uh, you know, we have been given uh, at birth one of the best gifts that we will ever receive, and that is the gift of choice. Yes. The gift of choice. Yes. Which means that we can say yay or nay. That's right. We can create. Yes. We can do. That's right. And, and you know uh, what? Then you're one of the most creative persons that I've ever met. <laughs> I tell you that our time in here is almost over, but I, I just I, I'm just so glad. I, I'm glad that, that uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad that I like that we signed up before we were in our mother's womb that we would do this last walk together. You know, oh, that absolutely. is. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's providential. It's providential. It yeah, and yeah. We are all these people, and right. uh, you know, and uh, and I'm just so inspired by you and the work that you do and continue uh, you've done and continue to do, and those dolls and the Sojourner of Truth Ministry. Uh, I've been well, I've been part of that, you know. Yes, and, you uh, have. You know, and uh, and, and uh, you not know, that you've been part of it, but you're still part of I the am experience. Part of it. <laughs> I, you know, I am part of it. I am part of it because anybody who who uh, who believed like she did that uh, you know that she had a place in the world. And she believed in uh, precognition. She right. believed that God talked to her. God sent her mission, sent, sent, her, sent her visions, and she was obedient yes. to the word of God. Obedient and in spite to the word of, of God. all of that stuff she had in, within her communication model, within her sphere of influence, right. yes. she could still hear the voice of voice the Spirit of That's speaking right. to her, and she listened. She and so do you. And now, you know, and I thank you for being on my show here. And you always listen and always bring me joy. I thank you so much. You've been listening thank to you. the Mother's, you're welcome. You've been listening to the Mother's Justice Show on 1150 AM KKNW. I'm your host, Reverend Walton. It was my joy to be on there. I'll see you next week. Take care. <laughs>